when you guys hear this episode, it will literally be my birthday because my birthday is August 4th and it's a Friday. So happy birthday to me and welcome to Love You Most. I'm excited for this episode, but I also am hoping that it's not like super echoey because I am in a new space right now. I'm actually in a cabin this weekend with friends and I brought you guys along because I wanted this episode to be as close to my birthday as possible because I don't know, I want to share some things that I feel like I needed to hear whenever I was, I don't know, just in a space where I didn't really know like what I should be doing or where I should be going in life. And so this episode is about reminders that I think you might need to hear today. And honestly, the reminders that I need to hear and really most people need to hear, but these are coming straight from my notes app. And this episode is a little bit more special because these like things that I have written down in my notes app are things that I kind of go back to to remind myself that like everything will be okay, that life is still beautiful, and I'm sharing them with you guys. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. We also will get into our little Q&A chat. I've been leaving up the Q&A boxes on either Sunday or Monday on the Instagram, so make sure you're checking there. And I have some questions from you guys that we'll go through. We'll also go through our little book chat at the end of this episode, so let's just get into it. The first thing that I think that you might need to be reminded of today is that you need to get outside for at least 10 minutes each day to do nothing except soak in nature and just like let it refuel your soul because I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I get emotional when I'm just like sitting and listening to music outside and thinking about all the things that I'm grateful for in the moment. And there truly is so much to be grateful for. And I feel like often we really miss it because we're just doing a million and one other things and we're putting out fires everywhere. And I don't know. I feel like we really need to take more time to just be still and soak in all the goodness that is life. And I think when we do it outside, it reminds us just that I don't know, there's something bigger than us out there. And whether you believe in God or not, which you guys know my faith is really important to me, which I obviously do believe that there is a God who is like really orchestrating our like creation. And whether you believe in that or not, I feel like just being outside will remind you that the world is bigger than you. Like hearing the cars drive by, seeing people walk around in the park, hearing birds chirping and animals running around. I don't know. It just takes me outside of myself. And I just am reminded that like, I, yes, I'm in the the main character of my own life, but like there's other people who are going through other things and like they're experiencing life differently than me and like everything will just be okay because I'm sure they all have things that are hard in their own lives and they're getting through it. I'm not the only person in the world who has ever had hard things to happen in my life. So I don't know. It just makes me feel better to know that I'm in a world with so many other people who are experiencing life similarly to me. And another reminder that you might need to hear today is that you do not have to have everything figured out. I feel like I say this every episode along with like go on a solo date, but you really don't. And I think when I was in my early 20s, I felt like I needed to go to the right college. I needed to get the right grades. Like I remember in high school, I was like, I'm for sure going to go to an Ivy League because like that's what I need to do. And whenever I ended up going to college and applying to college. My grades were not good enough to go to an Ivy League. So I was just like, oh my God, I'm so dumb. Well, let me try to apply to a school that's like going to be, you know, very like, 
I don't know, just looked at as like a really good academic school so that I can get like a really great job. And as many of you guys know, I didn't end up finishing college and I ended up leaving and I dropped out and I moved on to a career instead of like finishing my degree. And it was kind of a big decision because at the time I had to really decide if I wanted to take this manager position, which was like Monday through Friday, nine to five in person and like move up in this career or if I wanted to stay where I was and finish like where I was in school and I decided to like move forward with like the career that I was in which I'm really grateful that I did but at the time I was just like you know I am not like doing so well in school it just doesn't seem to be for me at the time I was an English major and I was working in healthcare and so I was just like this isn't even translating to what I actually want to do because I picked this degree when I was 18 and now I'm like 21 and I don't like know what I want to do in life and I feel like what I want to do isn't like matching up with what my degree is and so I ended up you know taking this career but then we ended up moving back to um, wherever I where I grew up which is where we live now and when we moved back I obviously couldn't take my job with me so I applied to a ton of different jobs in the same field in healthcare and I really struggled to find a job because I, one, didn't have a degree, but two, there just weren't a lot of openings in like that specific career. So I ended up getting a job at a nonprofit, which is what I wanted, but it was in like a different sector and I didn't really enjoy it. And I remember while I was there, I'm like, what am I doing? Like, just, I just don't know, like, I don't want to stay in this career, but I just don't know like what's next. Then I ended up getting a job in the same field a year later after like a job opening opened up and I became a director of respite services and helping families with neurodivergent children who needed like assistance and stuff and going to different um, like meetings around the state to like advocate for families to get the services that they need and for the state to like pay for it. And so I was literally in what I would consider my dream job. And then I started really like growing this community because at the same time I was doing that, I also was really enjoying showing up online. And I had been showing up online for a couple years at that point and I got to the point where I was like, you know what, I could take this and make this into a career. I didn't realize it could even become a career until I went to Fashion Week with some friends and I saw that they were like taking just their content creation very seriously. So I put in my six month notice and gave them ample notice to find another director and I worked for them for like a year and a half and moved into content creation and I guess I say all of that to say when I was in high school I literally was planning on going to college for a degree in nursing and I couldn't get into the nursing program because I think I had to like at the school that I went to it was really weird you had to apply for the nursing program and apply for the school. So I applied for the school, got into the school, and I didn't know that you had to separately apply for the nursing program too. They were like two separate like things, which was like very weird to me. Um, so they were like, well, since you didn't apply to get into the nursing program, you need to like wait another year. So then I was like, well, honestly, I was just really just doing this career because I wanted to make money. And I know nurses like always have great job security. It wasn't really what I wanted to do, but it was what I felt like I should do. And I ended up switching to an English major. And I remember my dad was just like, why are you switching to an English major? What are you going to do with that? I'm like, ah, well, I like books. Like, I like to read. And obviously, along the way, I figured out what I needed to do. I ended up switching from, you know, 
uh, English major to working in healthcare. I added on a sociology minor, which did nothing because I didn't end up finishing college. And I ended up moving states from Missouri to Illinois, working at a nonprofit that I didn't like, and then working at a nonprofit that I loved and got my quote unquote dream job, you know, making what I wanted to make and being in management and traveling and like all these different things and being a director over different states. And then I was like, actually, I really like this hobby. And I actually like this hobby more than what I'm doing now, even though I'm passionate about what I'm doing now. And so I switched and made my hobby into my career. And now here I am. And that is like the longest way of me saying I went all the way around, up and down, over and under to a million and one different things that I loved and hated and struggled through and really enjoyed. And now here I am. But like, if you would ask me in high school, like, what do you want to do as a career? What do you want your life to look like when you're, you know, 25 or 30 or 35 or whatever? I would not have been able to tell you that I wanted my life to look like it is now. And I'm obsessed with my life, like absolutely obsessed with it. It feels like an absolute dream to be doing what I'm doing, have the life that I have, have the husband, the friends that I do and live in the city that I live in, which I live in my hometown. I didn't even want to move back to my hometown at the time. I was literally like dragging my feet and now I'm obsessed with it. So you do not have to have everything figured out. Do not feel like you need to have just the perfect life, everything planned out for, you know, the next 20, 30 years, because I promise you when that time comes, your life will look so different than you could even imagine because I don't know, I feel like as we grow, we change hobbies and have different interests. And so I don't know, I just hope that gives you some encouragement. Also, um, another thing that I feel like you might need to be reminded of is that if today wasn't your day, that's okay because there's always tomorrow or the day after that or the day after that. Like you have seemingly endless amounts of days ahead and tomorrow could be your best day or maybe the day after that Um, or maybe it could be your next, you know, next year could be your best day. You just don't really know, but you just have to hold out hope that it's coming and put one foot in front of the other and try to bring every little bit of joy you can into each day. Because I think that the small moments are what really makes our life even more impactful and meaningful. And when we're just constantly looking towards the big things like graduations or weddings or trips and new jobs and, you know, all those things and just constantly like, searching and searching and reaching for something, I feel like we miss the small things that can turn our day around and make our day incredible or our year incredible. So if you had a bad day today, shake it off. It's fine because tomorrow literally restarts and you get to do it like this all over again and you get to make your day or try to make your day how you want it to be. And that really encourages me because I don't know, whenever a new day starts, I just always get so excited because there's endless possibilities. You could meet the love of your life. You could meet your best friend. You could, you know, go to a coffee shop and find your favorite new place to like work or hang out. You could, you know, go to a new gym for the first time and, you know, get a, or maybe go to the same gym that you go to and get like a new PR or a new, like, I don't know, weight that you've added and like up your weight. There's there's like a million and one things that you could do and it could happen tomorrow or it could happen next year. You just never know. So 
that always gives me a lot of hope and encouragement. Another reminder you might need today that hopefully will just like give you a little bit of encouragement is that it's hard to figure out who you are when who you are is changing from the person you used to be. I have to remind myself this a lot because I think sometimes we look at ourselves as like the person either we are right now or the person that we used to be and we're constantly changing so like tomorrow you will have learned something from today that you'll take into tomorrow which will like change you slightly into a different person so five years ten years from now you're going to be totally different and i feel like as we evolve and change like we i don't know it's hard for us to feel like we are figured out or we know who we are or we, you know, are just like very stable in like ourselves and confidence and stuff because as we change, like we create new hobbies and, you know, there's just so many new things that we're learning about ourselves, which is why I guess it comes back to me again for the millionth time saying solo dates are so important because the more that you go on solo dates, the more you'll learn about yourself, but also remind yourself that it's okay if you don't know like exactly who you are or what you want or what you want out of life because I think just the best part of life is kind of trying to figure it out. And that actually goes into like one of the little things like as a reminder that I think that you need to hear today is that the journey of figuring out what's next is the joy in life. So don't feel rushed. There's no timeline. You don't have to get married at 30. You don't have to get married at 22, 25. You don't have to have your dream career or have, you know, your home purchased or have children or any of those things by a certain time. And I know, I literally know that society will tell you that you need to, but you really don't. And even with your biological ticking time clock that I feel like with children is something that people think about a lot. I was just talking to a friend the other day and they were saying that they literally, their, their boyfriend, um, his aunt, just had her first baby and she's like 40 or 41, which is wild to me. So I feel like we don't say often enough that women will continue to just thrive and be, you know, having children all types of different ages. And so just remind yourself there is no timeline. Don't feel rushed. You never know what the future holds. And, you know, it just has a lot of good that's coming your way. Another thing that I think is a reminder you need to hear today is that instead of reading inside on your couch, grab your favorite blanket and go read outside at a park or in your backyard. Instead of listening to your favorite playlist in your bedroom, go take a walk around a nature trail and listen to it there. Romanticize your favorite hobbies. Be the main character. I feel like romantic, romanticizing our life changes everything when you take those small things that I was saying I think are even more important than like the big you know, milestone goals, when you take those small things and you romanticize them every single day, it makes your life feel like a movie. And so when you do that, I feel like it makes you have more excitement for the next day because you know something fun is coming. So that's something that I feel like I have to tell myself often, romanticize my day, be the main character because you really are. And another reminder you might need to hear today is that making friends really isn't as hard as it seems. I think there are really a few things that are really helpful to making friends, probably like maybe five or six things. The first thing that I think is really important to make friends is to do the same thing over and over. So 
make sure you're going to the gym at the same time, you're going to a coffee shop at the same time, maybe you're going to a book club at the same time, or just do certain things at the same time roughly each day or week, and I promise you'll see a lot of the same people and you'll end up striking up a conversation because that familiarity, I promise, just like builds like connection. And another thing that I think to you have to do to make friends is to stop traveling every weekend. I think it's so easy for us to be like, oh, like work, 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 work. And then any free weekend we have, we want to travel or like, I don't know, just like when we're at home, not do anything. And then on our free time or off days, we go travel and then we get upset. We don't have friends, but it's like, of course we don't have friends. We just work when we're at home and then we travel and have fun when we're not at home. And so why would we be able to connect with people where we live when we're constantly like searching to go and do new things other places? So Another thing that also helps to make friends is to do things alone. I think people are more apt to come up and talk to you if you're doing things by yourself than if you're in a group. And making plans with people you know um, is also really helpful to make more friends because if you tell them to invite people, they will just like build your friendship circle. And that's a super easy way to make friends. If you have one person that you know, tell them to invite them over for a movie night or invite them over for a movie night and tell them to invite one more person over. And another thing that helps to make friends is to be bold and say yes. If someone's inviting you to go to a bonfire or if they're inviting you to a concert or if they're inviting you to go on a picnic, I know sometimes after work it can feel stressful and tiring to just add in one more thing, but I promise it makes so much of a difference when you are saying yes to your friends and to people that you know, because you will end up with so many new experiences and opportunities and you'll just feel so grateful for that. And another thing that you probably need to be reminded of today is that this is a big one. You need to give yourself things to look forward to each day. It can be as small as planning to watch the sunset, getting coffee, or as big as going to get a new rug. Because having things to look forward to each day will make you excited for the next day. And I kind of mentioned that a little bit, but it really does change how you view each day. Because when you know good things are coming, you actually get excited for those good things. And I'd say the last reminder that you probably need to hear, and this is just like something I wrote down and I have to like read often, so I'm just going to read it straight from my notes. It says, words can't express the amount of comfort I feel to have friends that make me feel so full of love when I leave our hangouts. There's nothing quite like deep chats, giggles, and vulnerable honesty with people that truly see you for who you are at your core. So hold out for those friends if you don't have them because they're out there holding out for you too. And I have to remind myself of that often because it's easy to settle for friendships that I know I don't deserve. But I think the more that I remind myself that there's people out there waiting for me to build into me in the same way I want to build into them and their friendship, I feel like it just encourages me to keep holding out for good people and let go of the people that I don't really feel like need to be in my life. Now we'll get into our little segment where you guys ask questions and I answer them for you. I'm going to answer three of them because we are on a little bit of a time constraint, but I will make sure that I get to all of them always at some point. I try to kind of spread them out between episodes because if, I don't know, someone asks something that I feel like is really in-depth, I want to make sure that they get the like time and attention to that question that I feel like they deserve. 
One of the questions you guys asked was how to heal from negative thoughts about not fitting in with others. And I think that that is something I've really had to work on over just a long period of time. So for one, give yourself grace. Don't feel like you need to heal from this immediately, like tomorrow. I feel like it takes so much time. And I think the biggest thing is to learn to love yourself more because when you realize that you are actually incredible, like not just like, oh, you're okay. Like you're, you know, somewhat cool. Like, no, when you realize you're actually incredible, you're so unique. There's no one like you. You are literally the only you in the entire world. And when you just learn to love or at least appreciate every bit of yourself, I feel like it makes you realize like, I don't need other people's approval because I'm obsessed with who I am. And like, yes, of course there are things that I like maybe just don't love about myself as much as other things, but I can at least appreciate that if let's say, you know, I feel like, for example, I am a little selfish at times, but I recognize that that part of me comes from something that maybe over time has built into that because I'm protecting myself from something or I am growing in some way. And it always goes back to some type of like part of my childhood or something in my teenage years that has like made me into that type of person. And if it hasn't come in, come from an experience, maybe it's come from my parents and they've passed down some of their traits to me, good and bad. And I don't know, I feel like I can at least appreciate every bit of myself because I am the only me, like I'm the only Shaughnessy in the entire world, like the only Shaughnessy Schroeder, the only person that can be me, think like me, look like me. And that just makes me like feel so grateful to be in the like body and be the human that I am. And so I think the first thing to do to start to heal yourself from negative thoughts when you feel like you don't fit in with other people or other people don't like you, learn to love yourself more. And to love yourself more, I think you have to know yourself. And so a great way to start to learn to know yourself is to go on solo dates with yourself and figure out what you like, what you don't like. And I think it gives you just a better appreciation for who you are. And another question you guys asked is how to stay positive as you watch your parents age and their health starts to decline. I think that's a really hard one because I don't know. I feel like as we get older, we can easily take our family for granted. But I think the one thing that really helps me to stay positive, because many of you guys know my dad is actually in a wheelchair, but he also has like tons of just health like struggles. He used to walk whenever I was in high school and he had a stroke that has him now in a wheelchair, but he also like is unable to like really feed himself. And he's actually been completely bedridden for the last year. And he's just recently started like sitting up on his own. And so that's been like a great thing, but his health has definitely declined in comparison to like my earlier years. And I think one thing that helps me to stay positive is to just really connect with them as much as I can, because nothing is forever. Like we eventually all of us will like go on to the next stage of life, which I feel like there is an afterlife. And if you don't like, you know, that's your experience and my experience. And like my experience is thinking that there is an afterlife and believing that there is one. And maybe yours is that you don't believe that. And that's, you know, obviously your decision. But I feel like for me, I think what helps me is knowing that I've experienced every single like or soaked in every bit of experience that I can with my family right now. And so like, I actually just went walking with my mom yesterday and we were just talking, we were at the park and we were there for like 
I don't know, 40, 40 minutes or so. And maybe you don't live near your family, but try to call them as much as you can or text them, send them little like FaceTime chats um, or just send them voice notes. I think the more you connect with them, the better your feet you will feel about them moving on to that next stage because you'll realize that you soaked in as much as you can of their your relationship with them now. Last question I'm going to answer. You guys said, what are some style ideas? I'm trying to navigate how to not look like a child. I'm short and I have a baby face. And I I think I'm maybe one of the few people who doesn't really like want to I don't like to encourage people to be like dress this way or dress that way. Like you should look this way because your body type is more flattering like X, Y, and Z because really over time, society is going to tell you that you need to look one way or another. So like what's flattering today on you might not be flattering on you tomorrow because society is just going to continue to like change the standard to make us like keep shopping and all those things, whole nother conversation. But I will say really lean into I feel like one, what you used to love as a child, because I feel like what we liked as children before the world told us it was ugly is what our true self like naturally wants to like wear and who we like truly want to be in a lot of aspects, not all, but a lot. And so that's what's actually helped me find my style as a kid. I loved wearing big oversized clothes and now I still do. And now I just try to like pair it with maybe a big top and something smaller on the bottom or vice versa to kind of like balance it out, but really lean into what you loved as a child. And now for a little book segment, there really isn't anything that I need to catch you guys up on for real other than I finally finished the Summer I Turned Pretty series. So I'm so excited to finally watch the TV series. So I will keep you guys updated when I finally watch that. Check out my Goodreads for more reviews as well. And that's all. I love you most more than anyone you know. Well, maybe not, but I love you a lot. And I hope you guys have a great day. Bye, guys.